0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Woodrow's Wishlist. I'm Evan Woodson, and in today's episode, gonna be recapping the game last night that happened between the uh, Celtics and the Nuggets. You know, an excellent game last night with Jamal Murray completely going off. I'll get into, uh, you know, Kyrie's comments and his actions on the court regarding uh, Jamal Murray taking that final shot. Gonna talk about the Utah Jazz a little bit, their game last night with the Raptors. And we're going to finish uh, talking about the Brooklyn Nets and the Orlando Magic as two possible playoff teams for this year, and um, kind of what new young players, I think, have a good chance at making the uh, All-Star team in the East this year. So let's get right into it. So starting with the game last night, you know, Denver Nuggets versus the Celtics, you know, Jamal Murray, just an absolute stud of a game last night, scores 48 points, uh, you know, he absolutely torched Kyrie, you know, takes that shot at the end of the game to put him over 50, you know, Kyrie doesn't like it, throws the ball into the stands, Uh, you know, I get get where Kyrie's coming from, Uh, that stuff's very annoying, you know, you got torched, the guy's kind of just rubbing it in, it is a little bit unsportsmanlike, but I mean, at the same time, you know, you gotta take some pride, you know, Kyrie's one of the top players in the In the NBA, he's certainly one of the best point guards in the NBA. You know, a lot of people have him right behind Steph Curry. uh, Or some people think he's just as good as Steph Curry. He's got to take some pride on the defensive end as well. And not allow a guy to put up 48. You know, he has the tools to be a good defender. Uh, You know, and the fact that he's letting a guy go for that much. If you're not happy about it, don't let him put up 48 points on you. Um, You know, so I get where he's coming from. You know, he's trying to light a fire under his team. He's he's getting mad about that play, but at the same time, you got to take some pride in your defense. You got to pr- take some pride in yourself. Uh, so you know, but other than that, you know, very good game. This Celtic, this Nuggets team is for real. Um, you know, I talked about the Celtics yesterday how they're struggling, uh, but I want to focus on the Nuggets here. This Nuggets team is for real. Uh, you know, they're very good at home in the Mile High City. Uh, you know, their bench has been very impressive this year. Uh, You know, I, I had them as one of my favorite benches coming into the into the NBA this year. And their bench has been very good. You know, Trey Lyles has come off the bench. He's averaging 10 points a game. Monty Morris, Malik Beasley. These guys are really talented. You know, Mason Plumlee is a do-it-all big. Um, and, you know, he, he's a nice fit. He's a nice backup center to Jokic. And, you know, you don't even have IT yet. Isaiah Thomas is supposed to come back in uh, December. You know he's going to be another spark plug off the bench for this team. He's, you know, he's going to be a guy that comes on the floor and just puts up puts up points for them, which is exactly what they need coming off the bench. You know they they're still without Will Barton, so Tori Craig's been in the starting lineup. You know he's a defensive specialist, but he's not he's kind of a nothing on offense. Um, So it'll be nice to see Barton come back. You know we'll see what happens with uh, Michael Porter Jr. But this team is loaded. They're stacked. You know, I really like Denver coming into the season. I had them as the sixth seed. Uh, you know, they're obviously probably going to be higher. And you know, if they can get home court advantage in the playoffs, this is a very tough team to beat at home. Uh, you know, they they're the only team to beat the Warriors this year. Beat them at home. You know, their only loss came to the Lakers in Staples Center. Uh this is a very, very solid team throughout. You know, I really like Jokic. I think he's one of the best big men in the league. I've been saying that for a while. Uh he's a lock as an all-star this year. I had him as a third team All NBA last year. He's a lock for the all-star this year. He's the best bi- passing big man in the game. Um, you know, maybe of all time. This guy's just an absolute stud. Uh, you know, he's impossible to guard down low. And defensively he's getting a lot better as well. Uh, you know. Those were kind of his knocks defensively. wasn't great, but you know he's he's been really good and he's now surpassed Carl Anthony Towns in my opinion. I think he's just a better player than Carl Anthony Towns, uh, all around. And you know he's one of the best one of the best players in the NBA, top fifteen for sure. Uh, you know, and now they have a great backcourt in uh, Harris and Murray, top five backcourt in the NBA, very underrated. They're both averaging over 15 points a game. They're both young. They're only getting better. These guys can really stroke it. You know, Murray's not, not a great passer. He's a, he's a good passer, not a great passer. But he can absolutely stroke it. Uh, you know, same with Harris. They've got a great shooting backcourt. You know, and Will Barton gets back. That starting lineup is very special. You know, Paul Millsap, it's nice to see him back and healthy. You know, he missed 40 games last year. They missed the playoffs by one, one game. The final game against uh, Minnesota, you know Millsap is a defensive specialist. You know, obviously he's not as good as he once was when he was when he was an all star. He's not he's not an all star caliber player anymore, but he's a very good role player at, at the very least. You know, he can he can shoot the ball. He's smart. He's a willing passer. He plays defense. Now all of a sudden, you know they get him back. Their defense has been a lot better. They have guys out there. You know Plumlee's a good defender. Torrey Craig's a good defender. And this team is going to be very fun to watch moving forward. Uh, you know, obviously, I don't think they're going to keep up what they've been doing right now. At, you know, nine and one, they're not going to they're not going to finish with you know sixty five wins or whatever. But they are going to be they're going to be a you know a fifty five plus win team, I believe. Uh, they're going to be a top three seed in the in the Western Conference. And this is going to be a team that no one's going to really want to face moving forward in the playoffs. They're only going to get better when IT comes back, so let's see if he can gel right away with this with this team cuz he's in a good situation now where he just has to come off the bench and get buckets. You know, they have multiple shooters. And I'm uh, really excited to see what this team can uh, accomplish moving forward. Uh, I I've, I've, I've been on the Denver train for a couple of years now and I'm uh, really liking what I'm finally seeing come to fruition now and uh, they're starting to play some really good basketball, you know, a nice big win against the Celtics last night. They were down early, Looked like the game was going to be out of reach. You know they were down eighteen at one point in the first quarter. Come all the way back. You know Jamal Murray, just an absolute stud, and uh, great game for the Nuggets. You know, and then the Raptors Jazz game. Uh, this Raptors team, you know, I've talked about them at length. How I think they're going to be in the conference and the NBA Finals this year. You know, they're now three and one without Kawhi. They're averaging like just as many points without Kawhi as they are with Kawhi. Uh, you know, Lowry's been the second best point guard in the, in the conference or sorry, in the NBA. Um, but you know, I'm going to focus more on the Utah Jazz. You know, they did drop the game to the Raptors last night. No Kwai, obviously no Donovan Mitchell. He's missed two of their 10 games. Uh, but this team, you know, a lot of people were very high on the Jazz coming into this year. Uh, you know, and with, when Houston struggling early, you know, people were saying that the Jazz were going to be the team that would meet the Warriors in the playoffs Uh, You know, they had that game, uh, the second game of the season at home where they lose to a tip-in by uh, Jonas Drekbo. You know, Joe Joe Ingles, 27 points in that game. You know, I really like Joe Ingles coming into the season. I think he's a really underrated player. You know, he can shoot the ball very well. He's very smart. Uh, Comes off to a really hot start. 22 points in the first game against Sacramento. 27 against the Warriors. You know, he's looking like he's almost going to be an all-star in the West, uh, or, or an all-star level in the West. And then he kind of just started to drop off. Uh, you know, since then, he's only averaging 10 points a game, um, you know, which is a little disappointing. I'm hoping he can get back. He's had some really bad games. I'm hoping he's, he can get back to uh, that status, because the Utah Jazz need him. They need him, Mitchell, and Gobert to consistently big, be their big three, uh, you know, Gobert is having an excellent year—16 points, 13 rebounds, two blocks. He's having an All-Star season right now, Uh, but you know they're—they're gonna need more. You know Donovan Mitchell's been good, 22 points a game, but they rely on him a little bit too much offensively, especially. Uh, You know coming off the bench, Jay Crowder at 14 points a game—he's been really good, but uh, this bench hasn't been uh, that great. Uh, You know I know a lot of people talked about their bench being one of the best in the league. It hasn't been that great other than uh, Jay Crowder. You know, um, Grayson Allen's been a little bit disappointing. Uh, you know, he's only getting about 11 minutes a game. They're putting in guys like Gorgie Jang or, or Georges Nyang, sorry. Um, you know, uh, Alec Burks, he, he had a nice game last night for 22 points. Dante Axum has, has been okay. He's been up and down, but... You know this team; they need to figure it out. Uh, you know they are four and six. There's plenty of time, but it is troubling when a team uh, starts off slow and they're not really incorporating any new pieces. You know, like the Lakers with LeBron, uh, or the Rockets. You know, trying to bring in Melo and no, and Harden's been hurt, and uh, you know losing Trevor Ariza, bringing in James Ennis for him. You know, the Jazz; their only really new signing is Grayson Allen, who they drafted. Other than that, this team is the exact same. And, you know, you saw you see a team like Portland who's been the exact same, and they got off to a hot start. The Jazz have not been able to do this. Uh, it is a little, little alarming. You know, everyone kind of thought this would be a team that could compete with the Warriors. Uh, you know, they still are. They're still, you know, obviously not giving up on the season for the Jazz. This is still going to be a playoff team. Um, but they have some stuff they need to figure out. And, you know, why I wasn't so high on them. I just don't think they have enough... Firepower. Uh, they are, and their defense hasn't been very good, which has been a big thing for them. You know, last year they were one of the best defensive teams in the league when they went on that huge winning streak. Uh, so, you know, there's still plenty of time for the Jazz team, but, you know, at four and six, they got to start figuring things out. Uh, Donovan Mitchell needs to come back healthy, and he's going to need to be a 25 point per game scorer for them. And, uh, you know, Ingalls needs to step his game up a bit. And I'd like to see uh, Go Bears stay healthy for the whole season. Uh, that would be a nice sight for Jazz fans. What I want to talk about in the East now, uh, two teams that I'm kind of liking, who I've liked for a bit, who are kind of borderline playoff teams, I thought, in the Brooklyn Nets and the Orlando Magic. Um, I think right now they're both 9 and 10. They're right behind Detroit. They're both 4 and 6, right behind Detroit at 4 and 5, and Miami at 4 and 5. Uh obviously Miami and Detroit are better teams and they should take the playoff spot from them. And then you know Washington Wizards, we'll see what happens with them. But this Brooklyn Nets team, they are very fun to watch. They're very exciting and I think they have a very good future, you know. You have a guy Karis LeVert averaging 20 points a game, you know, he averages a steal and a half. He's kind of the Vic- Victor Oladipo this year. He's very young still. He's only 24. Uh, he's having a very nice season for himself. I think he's only gonna get better as the season progresses. And uh, you know, he's a he, he could be a borderline all-star this year if he keeps if he keeps playing like he is. Uh, you know, and then a guy like Kyrie or sorry, D'Angelo Russell, 15 points a game. Everyone kind of forgets about D'Angelo Russell. He was drafted by the Lakers. He's in that draft class with Jokic and Carl Anthony Towns and Devin Booker and uh Chris Stapps, Porzingis, but you know, this guy's a stud, he has very good passing ability, he's only 22 years old when you think about it, still very young, he can shoot the ball very well, he gets to the hole, he has good size for point guard, him and Levert are going to be the two stars of this team moving forward, and I'm really excited to see what these guys can accomplish. Guys like Rondé Hollis-Jefferson, Jared Allen, who's only 20, he's averaging 11-7 and 7 with two blocks a game. He's only in his second year. He's very fun to watch. He's only going to get better. Dinwiddie's only 25. He's averaging 14 a game. Joe Harris is shooting 60% from three right now, 3 of 50. This team has a lot of young pieces. They're athletic. They can shoot the ball. Defensively, they're a bit iffy, but they're going to be a fun team moving forward. I'm excited to see what this team can accomplish, and hopefully they can compete for a playoff spot, because I do think it's possible. Obviously, Detroit has Blake Griffin and Andre Drummond, but other than that, they don't really have much else, and they're going to struggle at times, especially if one of those guys has to miss some time. So I do think there is a window for Brooklyn to sneak in. Uh, Obviously, I'm not betting on it, but I am very excited to see what this Brooklyn Nets team can accomplish moving forward. Same with the Orlando Magic. Uh they bring in Steve Clifford, who's a defensive-minded coach, and they have the pieces to be a very good defensive team. Jonathan Isaac, Mo Bamba, Eric Gordon, or Aaron Gordon, sorry, you know, Jonathan Simmons coming off the bench, Terrence Ross coming off the bench. They have the guys. They have the pieces to be a good defensive team. They're athletic. They have some nice wings. Vukovic is 17 and 10. He's a very solid center. Evan Fournier, Eric Gordon, Aaron Gordon. You know, that's kind of their big three. They're all averaging over 15 a game. These are all nice pieces. It'd be nice to see them get a point guard. DJ Agassin is solid, but it'd be nice to see them get a nice point guard. A guy I liked was thinking about was you know Terry Rozier. Obviously, that's probably not going to happen, but a guy like Terry Rozier would be nice for this, for this squad. Uh, this is going to be a good team moving forward, and I'm really excited to see what they can accomplish this season as well. And finally, I have a list of some guys that I think maybe could compete for an All-Star this year in the in the East. You know, LeBron's gone from the East now. Kevin Love's going to miss significant time, and the Cavaliers are terrible. So there's going to be some spots that open up. Uh, Blake Griffin will probably grab a, a spot as well. But some guys I like. Josh Richardson at the small forward. You know, Zach Levine who's putting up career numbers. Jason Tatum, Aaron Gordon, and uh, like I talked about, Karis LeVert already. Um, So these are some guys that I'm looking out for to maybe compete for an All-Star this year or some guys I'm just really excited to see their growth moving forward. So that's the episode of Woodrow's Wishlist. You can reach me on Instagram at Talk 49 Feel free to get in touch with me. Message me about basketball if you want to debate about anything. I'm always down for that kind of stuff. And have a good day.